Well, how have you been? <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> My computer's dying. Uh, oh, no. It's plugged in now. Uh, okay. It just came loose. Um, hi, I've been good. Uh, my wedding is in, I leave for my wedding in three weeks. So that's coming up. And how um, do you feel about it? I mean, I feel really excited. I am looking forward to it. It's really blowing my mind with the idea of having so many people that I know at one place at one time. Yeah. I'm not sure how people do that and not just get totally overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> we have about 165 people going. Uh, wow. It's pretty much half and half. Um, yeah. And then we go to Mexico for nine nights at a resort. So that's amazing. I'm more excited about <clears throat> that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that will be more relaxing for you. It'll be definitely more relaxing. I think the wedding trip, you know, in New Orleans is just going to be a blur. I think it's going to be, be a blur. A big, it's a celebration for for you, but like for other people. And then your celebration yeah. can kind of be, you know, Mexico. And it's asking a lot to have people fly to New Orleans, book a hotel, you know, get a rental car. These are things that like my family don't really do that often. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, I just imagine it's going to be amazing and really fun and have a lot of sweet, special moments. And also have times where I'm like, holy crap, I, I never travel with my <clears throat> entire family. That's uh, yeah. going to be a lot. Um, um, for our 10 year anniversary, which would be in like five years, Scott was like, we should plant, like renew our vows and go to Mexico and bring your family. And I'm like, my parents will be like 80. Yeah. That's like, rough. that's hard. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's a lot, but yeah, but still congratulations. And it'll be fun. You know, thank you. I mean, you know me, I love Mexico. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, we don't need to keep this part in, but I was curious how, the cabin was that you recently went to oh my god incredible you'll nice. love it Good. you will love it it's, it's like a step up from the other one we've yeah. been to um and the pictures you sent looked amazing like this outside area with like yeah. this little fire pit and stuff yeah i mean the house itself it's it's a really simple house but it's just like a, it's a step up from the last place in like every way like there's two bedrooms it can sleep six people um there's like four beds in the two rooms nice. like two in each room there's two bathrooms uh and one of the bathrooms is like brand newly renovated so it's like really wow. nice and yeah being two floors it's just like more space more like you so can... i'm just gonna say <laughs> that i've really enjoyed the times that our little you know coven or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, been, have been to like the cabin and gone and yeah. done stuff and and yeah. really amazing my only thing is that I wish that it were longer because I, I know. feel like it, it goes by way too fast. Right. So even if not everyone in the sisterhood can stay, I would love to try to stay like even just you and me, if we stay an extra yeah. day or something, you know what I mean? Like I was thinking the same thing because cause... like when I went to Palm Springs with my group of like uh, queer comics guys, my plane was canceled. So I even missed a day. Yeah. And then everybody that was there, we were there for like three days and we were like, this was not long enough. Right. And so, like, just to fully relax, I, mm -hmm. if, if I know I'm going to leave in, like, two or three days, yeah. I, like, barely unpack. I'm not I know. that relaxed. Right. And I want to feel like this is a vacation. If anything, I could do, like, leave Friday after work uh, or, like, leave work early even and then come back, like, Monday day. Yeah. And have, like, two full days to just, like, chill out. Yeah. And relax. Totally. Um, 
So the yeah, the house is like very cabiny. It's not super isolated. There's other houses nearby, but not in an annoying way. Yeah. Um, it's in kind of a private community. Uh, and it is the community is on a lake, so you can walk oh, from cool. the house to the lake, and it's like a really big, beautiful lake. Oh, um, we're sitting out there at night. Oh hell yeah, it'd be really cool. It's can you please bring that like humongous sleeping bag coat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that thing. I know. I'll totally bring it. Um, nice. Yeah, there's a fireplace in there. It's like super cozy. It was really set up, and they had like paddle boards that they let us borrow. So I took a paddle board out to the lake, and this was two weekends or last weekend i guess um so oh, it was yeah. like it was like 85 degrees um i remember like maybe a month ago you were like trying to get in the last little one bit last of summer. time so how does it feel that it's 80 friggin' degrees today Michael? i still love it <laughs> i can't effing stand it i uh, need it to go like i went to a coffee shop this morning and i'm in like a long sleeve kind of sweater jeans and the sierra the girl at the coffee shop that i know she's like hey how's it going i was like i can't stand this she's like yeah. what the weather and she knew exactly what i was talking about i was like <laughs> I don't care if I'm sweating my ass off. I am dressing like it's fall because it is October right. yep. 16th. I can't. <laughs> yeah. So me and Elise went to Savi's uh, on Friday mm. uh, and we laid out at the beach. We like got tan. That's we crazy. got in the water. I swam. I dunked my head and swam around. What? And then we went from doing that to going to a farm for, at like a pumpkin patch and had like apple cider that. donuts. I want to do it that. It was this. like. We had like two seasons in one day. We did like later. Will you send me like the information for where you went to this pumpkin patch? Because I want to go. I have to do that or else it doesn't feel like I can send you like three different options. They're all great. Please. They're all great. Well, speaking of vacations, (laughs) I recently went to Disneyland with Scott, which is where I think he may have gotten COVID. Okay. (laughs) But um, luckily I didn't get anything. But uh, Disneyland was crazy because I've never been there during the halloween you know mm. and I, like i'd seen when i lived there i had gone before when like they redo the nightmare before christmas mansion but like they right. do that from september to november and i didn't necessarily go when like all the halloween decorations were up it was really right. fun fun really cool. um didn't realize it but a friend of mine uh who i know from instagram he reached out to me when i wrote reptile okay and he's like a big marvel comics fan mm-hmm. um he works at disneyland and he's currently like one of their spider-man at california oh, cool Adventure. i know and i was like that's so cool uh, um but it was a really fun trip i have never done disneyland in more than one day mm. so it was cool to be able to do like disneyland in a day and then go experience everything at california adventure in a right. day um i haven't been since they also put all the like coco stuff in and it was really cool. That was actually like my favorite thing I saw because I I kind of got emotional. There's this one area where you can go in and they have these little cards that are in the shape of like marigold flowers. And you can write like the name of somebody that you mm. love that you lost and hang it up. And there was like this ocean of these hanging that people had done this for. And I was like, Disneyland is such a beautiful and wonderful, happy place. Yeah. But like, I don't think they've ever had anything like that before, which was essentially like a memorial. Yeah. To people that you love. And it made it really emotional and pretty. And and so I I just kind of loved that. And I'm really like proud that that's part of mm-hmm. my culture. And yeah. I just made this, I just made this TikTok that that showed my ofrenda thing that I put up for like mm-hmm. Day of the Dead. And I was basically like, I know this isn't perfect. I know whatever. Cause like and a friend is supposed to have like levels to it. It's supposed to have like right. certain things. And I was like, but this one's mine. Mm-hmm. And like, I celebrate it 
my way because I didn't celebrate it growing up. Yeah. Like my my mom's Mexican, but she was like, that's a Catholic thing. We don't do that, um, which I don't even think is really necessarily true. Um, but I was like reminding people that, you know, if you if you want to celebrate Day of the Dead, but you're afraid that you're going to like culturally appropriate. Mm-hmm. I just want people to remember. Sorry, this is like not a PSA, but like I just want people to remember that like um, this artist I love, Jorge Gutierrez, he um, he said that Day of the Dead is a gift from Mexico to the world. And he's basically saying, in my opinion, if you want to, you know, put up pictures and flowers and light a candle and like remember somebody that you lost that do it like yeah. that's that's not exclusive to mexico and you can celebrate it that way but if you just want you know like a cinco de mayo excuse to drink tequila and eat tacos right. and paint your face like a skull you don't need a holiday for that no yeah so and anyway disneyland was really great it was fun i loved i loved that i was able to do it and and i'm yeah. glad that that we had a nice time but fun well they, i remember like uh last year i wanted to make a little altar and I was feeling a little conflicted about it because I was like, oh, is this going to look weird? But then, yeah, you're the one that talked me out of that feeling. And I put up pictures of all the people we've lost, me and Michael. And yeah, it was really cute and special. And we were putting things on the table that they loved. And it it was a nice way because we don't have anything like that in our quote unquote culture. Yeah. Of... And it's not supposed to be like a sad thing yeah it's supposed to be like and on the actual day of the dead i like to just kind of tell stories and remember like the fun good things about these people Mm -hmm. i even put a picture of my dog on my altar yeah of course you know like yeah so yeah just do it how you want to do Mm -hmm. it it's yeah you know yeah so i'm really glad i don't know it the the other thing i saw at disneyland there were two things that i really wanted but i did not have the funds for they have this awesome like jersey kind of like sweatshirt that's black and then humongous white letters on the back it just says disneyland mm. it's really cool looking yeah um i'll get it eventually yeah but um the other thing is they had like some hocus pocus merchandise which i've never seen before yeah. it was cool they had like little cauldrons and cups and stuff and shirts Fun. but they also made a stuffed cat with a collar that said binks on it and i was like oh cute like yeah yeah i wanted really bad so Mm -hmm. um and then i noticed that those stuffed cats and a lot of that same merchandise are actually in hocus pocus 2 in like oh in the store yeah Yeah. that's kind of a cool connection um did you see the movie the sequel yes i did and i I liked it i really liked it too i thought it was cool it was was fun fun, i did not have high expectations either i was like this is not gonna be great i'm like okay yeah anyway go ahead it was fun yeah and like i like how they kind of expanded a little bit on it and yeah some of the best scenes are when they are you know spoilers everybody obviously this if this podcast had a second name it would probably be spoilers (laughs) yeah Um, pop spoilers but but um the scenes where the girls the witches are girls. Yeah. That was really cool. They were like, like perfectly cast. And I loved hearing the come little children song. And that yeah. is called to Sarah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just thought it was kind of neat. It, 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 the movie wouldn't have worked without that because the whole point of the movie was like sisterhood. Right. right? And so yeah. for you to have this emotional connection, the witches still felt kind of dangerous to the kids. Like they're funny, mm-hmm. but obviously they're like dangerous. Yeah. And, and right. I thought that was still cool. Um, and I liked the story with like the young, the young girls. Um, 
very happy that there were two mm-hmm. Latinos. Yes. Or a Latino totally. Latino in the movie. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of great. So the one girl, I don't remember her name, but she's like the one best friend that's Latina. She's going to be in the Blue Beetle movie. Oh, so right. I'm excited cool. to see her cool. again. Cool. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really fun. What did you think? I, I mean, when you think of the original, the original, like, was, it flopped in theaters. Like, it yeah. did terribly when it first came out. And it only got popular because it was on TV all the time. And then people started to kind of catch on to the camp of it and the silliness of it and just how like classically Halloween it feels. So having a sequel, as you said, like our expectations, my expectations were super low. I wasn't expecting it to like be better than the first because the first yeah. wasn't even that great. It just was like a <laughs> right. silly, it's just fun kind of funny. And yeah. Yeah. And so they came out with this one and I was just entertained the whole time. I thought they like Me too. I it, watched it, it twice. <laughs> and anyone that gives like any kind of criticism to it, I'm like, this was a gift that they gave us for basically just fan service. Just like, right. Here you go. Have a fun little sequel. I was so my, one of my funny like favorite parts is so so dumb because I was like this Roomba thing. I don't know, right? Yeah, right. But then like when they trap the witches in a circle of salt. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is cool. Yes. But then the Roomba, sh- <laughs> the Roomba show up. I we dying. I watched I, it with like a few friends. We all were like screaming. We're like too. the Roomba. It's the Roomba. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna save her. <laughs> It was so great too to see like ginger minge yeah. and cornbread and yeah. Hall. like Hall. that was really funny and I loved that um Mary sees this like guy mm-hmm. dressed up as herself and she's like is that what I look like and you think she's going to be like offended yeah she's, like she loves it yeah. right yeah um it's interesting because there's a scene that was deleted from the first movie that was essentially you can see it still in one of the like old trailers but the witches were in like a grocery store drinking like like lotion and stuff. Right. Yeah. And so they've obviously put that back into this oh, movie. So that, okay. yeah. And gotcha. I thought it worked really well. Like what a funny yeah. way to be like, oh no, you don't need a potion. There's a whole beauty <laughs> industry, ladies. Right. Well, it makes like beauty industry feel kind of witchy too. It's right. like, oh, do this and you'll be young again. I loved when she held up the like face mask and she was like the face of a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I really had fun seeing Sarah Jessica Parker have fun. Like it was so nice. One of the see- reviews I read said that like she kind of stole the show. Well, that when they were doing their big number on the stage, I, I, I said to my friends at the moment, I was like, Whose eyes are you drawn to the most? Because all three of them are incredible. Who's who's winning this lip sync? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all of us said Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, because yeah. she has, and I was telling everybody that night that uh, they didn't know, but like she has like a big theater background. She was like the original Annie on Broadway. Yeah. Like she has a, a great singing voice. She has great stage presence. Like when she was given the opportunity when it's outside of Sex and the City, um, she is yeah. super talented. Um, I also think, side note, it's funny, I read how she was filming Sex and the City the and just like that mm-hmm. along that same time she was filming Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So she was having to like go back and forth between the two sets. And it's like these two characters <clears throat> she's done for like over like 20 years. Like these iconic characters of hers. Yeah, yeah probably yeah, yeah. the two she's best known for. Right. Um, it's interesting um, because she, I, I saw interviews where she was like, I haven't seen the movie since the premiere. Oh, wow. Like oh, she hasn't the watched first the first one? movie since wow. the premiere wow. because she doesn't like to watch herself in mm. stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she didn't have like this kind of emotional connection to the movie mm-hmm. that, you know, other people did. But it's interesting to see that contrasted with like Bette Midler, who consistently says that it's her favorite character she's ever played. Yeah, totally. You know, um, 
and I just thought I don't know I thought that was kind of cool it was it was interesting and fun to kind of yeah. see them all back together again. totally so, yeah I yeah it, it. it checked all the boxes I was hoping they would check and even a little and then some yeah. and it was fun to see it with like today's special effects totally. you know instead of like the 90s shitty effects yeah um it was fun. yeah I, yeah I do you think they'll do a, do you think they'll do a third one I wouldn't be surprised just they for set, fun. They set it up a little bit so they, they could. did at the very end. But who um, knows? I could see them doing one like next year, being like, oh, let's do a third one just because. I mean, we can't wait another, what, yeah. 29, 29 years? years? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they're going to really need that potion. Another yeah. Years. The real shit. Um, yeah. 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 Well, was but it, I loved like, it. Yeah. Um, well, there's other, other stuff that yeah, we, we watched talk- that we talked about like, being excited for totally one of um, those uh do you want to mention no go ahead what did you watch i was just curious what you thought about werewolf by night okay i my only gripe i loved it my only gripe, i did too i was it was too short i had no idea it was going to be 50 minutes i didn't know long. if it was a I, I didn't know if it was a tv series i don't know if i know if it was a movie but it was really short yeah i i had no idea either they're and calling then... that now a marvel or a Marvel special presentation. Right. And it's, yeah. So, so, so like a TV movie. <laughs> right. And that, that, that works, I guess. Cause then now they have this character at their disposal to pop in anytime they need them in a movie or a TV show yeah. of their own, but, or another one, but I don't see him having his own show, which is kind of no, disappointing. I think that he would show up in like a dark Avengers style kind of yeah. team up thing. I love the actress. She's from the nevers that they cast as like Elsa bloodstone. Yeah. She looks a lot like Kristen Ritter though. So yes, at first I was like, why is Jessica lot. Jones in this? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the casting across the board of that show was yeah. perfect. Every single person was amazing. I loved how it felt like a 1940s Universal Studios monster movie with the yeah. black and white and the effects. And, <clears throat> but um, just a fun idea too that like okay cool you can inherit this stone if you kill go kill this monster and so there's yeah. like five or six of you go do right. it. Um, yeah. And I loved um, the way they did man thing too. That was really yeah, cool. Really cool. Yeah. yeah I wasn't expecting that at all. I was um, curious too. Of course, this is where I always take it, but hey, representation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because Gael Garcia Bernal is Mexican, so he's playing mm-hmm. this character, Jake something, mm-hmm. you know, with a not a very Latino sounding last name, but that's fine. That doesn't mean he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they mention his makeup, and he says that right. he does it to honor his ancestors. And someone mentioned, oh, it's like Day of the Dead makeup, but it's really not. It's, it's like not. these dots and things that are sort of kind of emulating a skull well and they're so original... weird because it's kind of vague yeah and the original werewolf by night it was a white guy and then um there were other renditions of it later on where it was someone who was indigenous like a indigenous american person so okay. i don't know if they're trying to nod towards that hmm. uh interesting yeah it is interesting <clears throat> but um I well, thought it was I mean, great. Whatever. It was cool. it was a little gory for Disney Plus, yeah. which was fun. I was like, oh, go yeah, for I'm it. I'm glad that they went for it. Yeah, um, they definitely did. I saw a rumor, which I 100% don't think is true, but think could be really cool, is that um, the rumor was that Marvel would do um, Marvel special presentations, so TV movies, to um, introduce like the X-Men. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was like, that might be kind of cool. That'd be great. But- yeah, because then, you know, they'd be these shorts that people, mm-hmm. it, again, my idea would be 
fine, then do these special presentations, but make each one about Professor Xavier finding yeah. a new member of the X-Men. Right, you know, right. Like the original or whatever. Yeah, that would make total um, sense. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was fun. I'm going to watch World by Night again. I like Yeah, it. I've watched it twice. And I it just feels like Halloween. It feels yeah. spooky. Yep. Um, that. What about Interview with a Vampire? So watch the first two episodes. Uh, Same. I, Scott saw the third one. I haven't seen it yet, but okay, I haven't either. Yeah, uh, loved it. I thought it was amazing. Me I thought too. It was so I thought it was really good. good. It, so one complaint I've heard about this and another show that we'll talk about in the next episode mm-hmm. is that it's really slow. Mm. Now, I actually so first of all, it's Anne Rice baby. So buckle yeah, up. It's going right. to be slow. It's going to be right? an epic tale. <clears throat> it's going to be. It's going to be drawn out (laughs) yeah 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 but i actually kind of and i don't necessarily think it's slow Mm -hmm. but i actually kind of felt like i could really get into the show because it takes its time if that makes sense Mm -hmm. i'm i'm very sick of like shows that start with some crazy epic whatever Mm -hmm. you know thing and then cuts to three months earlier and i'm like can our can our stories just start where they start Right, right, like, right, right. Yeah. Like, stop doing that to entice right. me to like, oh, you, you hooked me in. Like, it's very cheap now. It was mm-hmm. very, like, I think it's a very um, easy way to like, oh, we got to do that. Right. As opposed right. to like, you know, decades ago where TV was just, it just was what it was. And right. It just like took its and, time. You know, our attention spans have gotten so short too yeah. with TV shows. We're at, we're wanting things to go quick, quick, quick. And I guess it depends on like what you're wanting to get out of the show when you watch it. If you want to yeah. see, you know, a horror show, a vampire show, it's not going to be that all the time. Yeah. I really appreciated it. I was totally sucked into their world and their characters and getting to know them as people. Intended. Did you say that? I oh, said pun intended. Oh my God. You're like screen froze. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I could hear you say pun intended, but like you were frozen. And I was like, was that an audio clip from, it was really, I don't you know. thought I had like a button. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> honestly how it seemed like you're on the radio. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love like, getting to know the families and the characters and the I world. I liked how um, by making Louis Black, they didn't shy away from what that actually meant for somebody at the time and somebody mm-hmm. who would be a vampire. They have conversations right. about mm-hmm. how, you know, the it's, not, it's no longer subtext. Like you watch the Brad Pitt. Uh, right. Tom Cruise movie and you're like okay so are they gay for each other right right, right in this one they're like no they are a gay like he and, calls himself queer yeah and you've got to get into historically what it would have meant for someone to be black and queer at that time mm-hmm. what it means for these two people to have a relationship when one mm-hmm. of them's black I thought it was really well done and yeah a, and a good and welcome change mm-hmm. like otherwise we, we already have the other version like who cares right yeah so, and the you know the stats this like uh well-to-do fancy rich white man who you know turned this black queer man into a vampire and now he feels like he somehow owns him and how that dynamic is there and he's like he calls it out all the time being like yeah i am not your slave i do you do not own me right so it's interesting too because so i've read the first two books in the Anne rice Mm -hmm. uh vampire chronicles i read another one that happens like way later and then um i also read a long time ago the like Mayfair witches book, which they've released a trailer for now. Hmm. So did you know about this? Hmm. And Rice wrote a whole nother series about witches and Whoa. that's called the Mayfair witches. And they've released a trailer for the TV series. They're doing like a whole Anne Rice universe. Great. Great. <laughs> um, and that series is going to 
come out fairly soon, but you can watch the trailer for that now. Cool. Um, but uh, the TV series for Interview with a Vampire is already mentioning a few things that happen in the Vampire Lestat book, which is the second book. Because mm. um, he mentions a guy that he knew that played the violin, and that's definitely a big part of the second book. And mm. so it's interesting to see how they're kind of already dropping hints. Right. Um, so I like that a lot. Yeah. So like in the books, it's the interview with a vampire. And then there's another book called Lestat. So the second book in that series is called the vampire Lestat. And is that, and takes, does that take place after interview with the vampire? No. So, well, a, like, yeah, so yes and no. Okay. So basically in that book, Lestat, like <clears throat> um, finds, he finds this book called interview with a vampire. And mm. it's a book based off of the interview that Louis gives this guy. Mm. And he's like, Oh my God, Louis, you whiny fucking baby. <laughs> he's like, here's what really happened. Oh, wow. Okay. And then he goes all the way back to how, he, when he became a vampire in France and it gets into like a story. I don't want to ruin it for you, but like oh, it gets into his whole like history and, um, and how he kind of, so do you remember in the original film, how they meet, um, uh, Antonio Banderas and he like belongs yeah. to this theater of vampires. Right. So it gets into how like Lestat actually started that theater oh, wow. and all this stuff like that. So <clears throat> um, it, it, it has a few scenes that are like after interview with a vampire, mm-hmm. but then it flashes all the way back. Gotcha. So you get like his history. Um, so I hope that they end up doing that too. Yeah. Totally. Um, and, but then she also wrote a book, the vampire Armand, which was the Antonio Banderas character. Mm. She wrote the queen of the damned, right. which they made a movie of. So, you know, yeah, so I'm excited um, for them to get into all this. Yeah. I'm just glad to have an, an another vampire show that's like, I don't know, vampire shows kind of felt very the same yeah. to me after a little while. Yeah. And this one is more like historical and yeah, kinda, I, I really I don't, know. don't follow any <clears throat> modern day vampire shows. I know there's like the originals or the vampire academy, whatever. I don't watch the vampire any of those. diaries and I, nope. I I never even watched True Blood. Uh, it just didn't I did, draw me in. But I didn't watch the, like, I didn't even finish the last season because I was like, this is... I heard it was bad, ridiculous. yeah. I heard it got yeah. bad. I mean, even Buffy has its own kind of, like, funny-ish kind of nature to the vampirism totally. and whatever. So, like... I guess that, yeah, I guess I watched like, that, yeah. You know, well, you can also watch Angel. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway, but, um, yeah. Interview the Vampire. I yeah. recommend it. I think, I think it's going it. to be a great show. I, th- I I really hope the main actor gets nominated for something because I think he's the one that's playing it. Louis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was and he was good in Game of Thrones. He too. was amazing. He was Grey Worm. Yeah, yeah. Are you I watching? I know we weren't going to discuss this. Probably, yeah, let's but are talk you watching? About it to, yes. Uh, House of the Dragon. Are you? Yes. Yeah. So we, I haven't. So I haven't seen tonight's episode because it's okay. tonight is as of this filming. It's the finale. Right. Uh, um. <clears throat> the last episode i was like okay enough with this like recasting mm-hmm. Ugh, come on but apparently that's the last time jump we're gonna have okay because that really the, bothered me it's it's a lot it's, it's like so it's, it's the third was, time jump okay because the third recasting of all of the young characters and so it's wait like, the finale is a time jump no 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 oh last episode the one where they have like the dinner and Rhaenyra right, 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 returns right. to like right, right, right. Yeah. that was a new time jump because remember the, the son kids with are older. the eye patch now yes. he's older right right right, right. Kids are older okay <clears throat> um tonight is the finale mm-hmm. and i'm excited to watch it because i feel like now i honestly feel like sometimes the first season of a tv show it's really just getting a lot of the exposition and stuff out of the way right right think about like season one of buffy you're like ooh, it's not that yeah great. and then season right, right. amazing right yeah yeah so hopefully that can happen um 
and I just want to see more dragons and more fighting now. Yeah. Um, but I read an article that was really interesting because, you know, all the racist man babies are like, oh, you had to make the Valerians black. Uh, right. right. But can you um, imagine the show? If they were white, no, I'd, I I'd be, I'd be like, I can't tell any of these motherfuckers apart. I mean, thank God, Rhaenyra's <laughs> kids some have brown hair and some have white hair. Otherwise, I'd have no idea who's who. Well, but even so, doesn't that make it more like an accusation that people know her kids yeah, are not right, her husband's right, right, right. children? Yeah, it'd be like, uh, obviously, fucking yeah, look at them, right? So otherwise, if they were white, people would not even question, right? They'd be like, okay, well, maybe, whatever, yeah. So I think it's such a good move that they did that, not just for representation, but for the story. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, I, th- I think my only thing with the show, I love it. I got really sucked in. The time jump bugged me um, because I got so invested in those actors themselves. Like I really liked yeah. watching those actors. But the only thing I, I I come away with not super stoked about is that there's not anybody in the show that I'm really rooting for. Like. In the original Game of Thrones, it was the Starks. I loved the Starks. I was like, yeah. loved Arya from beginning to end. This one, uh, I started off <clears> loving <throat> Rhaenyra. And then when and she now started, you're like, I don't know. I'm like, when she got with her uncle, I was like, not into it. And he's trash. And and then the queen I like, but she's psychotic also at the same time. And so there's not yeah. there's not like someone I can latch on to to be like, you're my hero of the story. There's really not one, which is interesting. And I think Game of Thrones probably, you know, did that story, did that kind of story into, into the ground. So now it's like yeah. we don't need to have a protagonist, really. But there's not an anchor for me. So I'm just kind of like, right. you guys could all die. Like, who? I don't I, I don't I feel think, as attached. I think like that. It, uh, who knows but that may even be part of the point of what they're doing is like like no none of these people are none of them are just like the good guy and none of yeah. them are just the bad guy right you know i mean obviously i'm a little more on rainier's camp because a- allison became super religious and i'm like girl no yeah 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 <laughs> um but uh but yeah i see what you mean i'm hoping that some of the young women that the young like valerian women that rainier is going to marry her sons off to mm-hmm. that they become dragon riders and like yeah you know like the the granddaughter of uh the granddaughters of the rainies who was supposed to be queen mm-hmm. i'm hoping that some of them i can root for because they don't have anything to do with this bullshit. yeah yeah um so yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of potential i feel very invested in the show i always gauge it on like do i ever look at my phone and like that's a show right. where I, I i never look at my phone i i'm so you, invested we, in- like we have to pay attention and we have to like put the subtitles on to yeah to, like get when know, the king was like dying his... i was like i don't know what he's saying like yeah and i feel like this is something really important oh when um, he was you mean when he was dying in the last episode yeah oh so you don't know what happened well i know he was talking so, about the like the song of ice and fire thing, right and like so he thought allison was rhaenyra Oh. And, he, and, and he was saying, remember, I told you about this. You asked me if I believed it oh. and I and I believe it. So Aegon, the conqueror, who was like uh-huh. way back when right. he had the dream of the Song of Ice and Fire. Right, right. And Aegon was also technically Jon Snow's name. So he's like, Aegon is the prince who was promised. Right. So he's talking about Jon Snow. Oh. Allison, Allison hears that and she takes that as you don't she doesn't understand that he thinks that she's Rhaenyra okay and all she hears is oh our son is named Aegon you think he should be king oh my god this is your dying this is your dying wish oh my god so I'm I'm predicting and I haven't read the books or anything but I'm predicting that tonight because uh Rhaenyra and Daemon have left King's Landing now 
that they're going to find out that Alicent has put her son on the throne and that's going to start this war. That makes sense. That makes sense. Which is so mm-hmm. sad because I loved mm-hmm. how they were becoming friends. Kind again. of resolved a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. But like gonna... this show is not going to be about resolutions <laughs> and <Yeah>. friendship. <laughs> so it's going to be wars and dragons. I know. I want to see Rhaenyra be like, my dragon will eat your face. <laughs> Seriously. God, yeah. that king missing an eye. It was... It was, oh, a it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. But I have been. And very then I also it. didn't understand um, at the end when the king dies, his hand is reaching up and he says, my love. And I was like, what? But then I realized that um, in my mind, what was likely happening was that he was dying and he saw his first wife. Mm. Yeah, that's what I thought. too. And he was like going to her. Yeah, because because earlier in the episode, when Allison comes in. He does call her Emma, which is his first wife's name. Oh, interesting. Because he's like kind of out of it, whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, anyway, um, are you watching Rings of Power? No, I haven't started it yet. At all? No, I wanted to finish we... one epic fantasy. Oh, that's and right, then... that's right, that's right. So the finale was on last night. Okay. And it was kind of fun. I, I okay. enjoyed the series. I thought it was... So my only thing, my only thing is that Lord of the Rings stuff... Mm-hmm. I like it, but it, if, and this is not like a pun, it's the best word I can think of to describe it. So I'm not doing some sort of golem, whatever, but it, Lord of the Rings feels very precious. Mm-hmm. Like it takes itself so seriously. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, you're dressed up as a fucking elf in a bathrobe. Like, right. You know, and then, and then like in the halls of the Brimbor celebrate. And I'm like, dude, enough. Enough. Like, enough. So enough. sometimes it's a little bit too much for me. And, whatever but it's still fun even the promo for it where it was like all the actors as their characters and like turning around slowly looking at the camera i don't know what that is because that's not in the opening credits that it obviously was just some like little promo yeah it is like that gave me a lot of information i was like i think this is gonna be a little cheesy yeah like a little serious enough that it feels cheesy yeah 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 like this is fantasy you can like play with it a little bit um, and like and I think Game of Thrones takes itself very seriously, but there's it a different feeling. It's just a different vibe. That's the whole thing. Almost because Game of Thrones, I think, is 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 making itself feel like this is serious because it's historical. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings is like, this is high fantasy. And I'm like, yeah. Girl, calm down. Right. <laughs> I feel like uh Game of Thrones is more like if these things really existed, this is how people would really be. Yes. If magic was real, yeah. if dragons were real. Uh and because it feels very realistic a friend of mine who didn't watch game of thrones when it was on made some sort of post that was like okay so like you just have dragons in your show and that's it so um that's like just saying like if you threw a dragon and gossip girl like that's not fantasy and i was like i had to like realize because at first i was like oh yeah huh but then i was like wait a minute there are witches and shapeshifters and zombies and all kinds of giants there's all yeah. kinds of shit oh, in this show. All okay. kinds of shit. So it and is it's just definitely more, fantasy. Yeah, and it's more it's just more subtle. It's just not like in yeah. your face all the time. Right. Um, which also I felt like made made it feel more real. Like yeah. that's how it would be. Um, well, we got a little off track, but <laughs> I know there is one more Halloween show I wanted to just talk about that I saw. Let's it wasn't it. a show, it was a movie. It was the Monsters remake. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm um, excited to hear what you thought. So Rob Zombie, it's definitely you can tell Rob Zombie's uh passion project. It's not talk about not taking themselves too seriously. This this movie does not. And if you go into it expecting anything of substance, uh you'll be severely disappointed. 
but visually it was beautiful and fun and campy and cartoony. Really? Yeah, it's very lighthearted. It's very, very silly. Hmm. Almost like 80s, uh, 80s camp. Um, like it reminds me of like jokes that would be on like airplane or naked gun. It's oh. like very silly. Uh so Rob Zombie, of course, cast his wife as the mother. Uh as Lily. Yeah, as Lily. And she does this like this like 1950s, 60s sitcom mom voice, uh, like happy homemaker sounding, but she's like evil. And I think it works. Some people really hate it. Uh, I thought she was great. I thought she understood the assignment and she was like, we are remaking an old sitcom. Let's act like people from an old sitcom. Uh, The guy who plays, you know, Frankenstein uh, drove me crazy. I guess Herman is his name in it. But uh, I thought he was annoying. But the whole, I mean, if you just watch it as a pure aesthetic movie, just for the colors and the sets and the costumes, 1000% worth it. Nothing really happens in the movie. There's not like a major conflict. I mean, there kind of is, but then it doesn't even really resolve. And (laughs) like the plot is so thin. It is so, so thin. Uh, But I mean, I had fun watching it. I kind of loved it. It was aesthetically fun. And um, I don't know. I, I I thought it was nice to see Rob Zombie with his wife Sherry Moon do something that wasn't completely messed up like they yeah. usually do. So huh. I I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's gonna spark any sequels or anything. But honestly, it felt like uh, a movie length uh pilot to a TV show. That's how it felt. It felt like it was interesting because all... they made a monsters like pilot several years ago oh, I don't really? know if you remember this yeah um it had Eddie Izzard in it as the grandpa interesting and Portia de Rossi was like oh, Lily fun um I think Jerry O'Connell was Herman Munster huh it was very and I'll try to find like the yeah. trailer or something and send it to you but it did not it did not get picked up <laughs> yeah this felt like the entire movie was just setting up who the Munsters are <clears throat> and why they are moving to where they're moving and just literally like what they're all about. And it felt hmm. like a pilot. I was like, okay, now what? And then the movie's over and that's that's it. So it, huh. it does just like kind of end. Um, so I, th- I think it'd be fun to like have on the background of like your Halloween party. Yeah. Um, or if you're like hungover and you just want to like watch something that is like super ridiculous, then like put that on. It, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. And nice. the co- it's just so colorful. Like all the colors. It feels like... It's an 80s cartoon about Halloween. But live action. I I love colorful Halloween stuff. Like I want to watch. um, I just pulled out my Blu-ray. I'm going to watch Paranorman. Oh, totally. I love that that vibe. Honestly, yeah. You can watch (laughs) Monsters and just focus on like the lighting itself and you will be entertained. Like think about what it would take to like in one room different areas and people are lit up by different colors and like That's this cool. person is totally okay purple. so this is interesting because i had no desire to watch it and now i'll like i'll check it out it's totally worth it for what just was it on uh netflix oh okay yeah yeah oh worth it. i watched that huluween drag oh i did too i did too i didn't realize it was like a commercial for hulu it was Halloween a commercial set. for hulu i didn't realize <laughs> i mean i i love seeing the queen's work yeah <laughs> i like seeing them have jobs Totally. Um, I thought Ginger and Monet Exchange did a good job, and it was fun to see other queens pop in. Speaking of the queens, tomorrow they're releasing the cast for Canada versus the World. Oh, yeah, that's what's coming up next. Yeah. That's cool. But I do love how at w- at one point it's just suddenly Kesha 
performing one of her old oh, right. songs, yeah. her old songs, Cannibal. And I was like, yeah. I think that's from her like first album. And it's just her <clears> with <throat> dancers. Too. And I actually, I, I liked it. And I thought she did a good job. Oh, you would be the most perfect person to help me with this. I am putting together a playlist of like more modern. So not like mm-hmm. old school 60s or whatever, but like fun spooky halloween sounding kind of music i like already have that playlist made <laughs> okay can you please send it to me because yes. i have like a, i have like a little bit of kim petrus on there i have like yes. bonnie mckee yep um you know stuff like that so i really want like a whole playlist though yeah, i've got that song sure. that was on the hocus pocus 2 soundtrack the cute the skeleton sam song so, yeah yeah cool. yes i will send that to you well guys halloween's coming up here real soon so uh, I'm, so I'm gonna excited. i'm gonna carve my pumpkin probably this week that's a good I've idea de- i've decided what i'm gonna carve into it what are you gonna carve into it i always do a face or a cat or something right yeah i'm just gonna carve the word student loans into my pumpkin (laughs) (laughs) i'll watch it die (laughs) yep that's amazing yeah cool (laughs) well Well, i don't have a give me more segment so oh man i don't think i do either well maybe we might maybe we'll have them for the next one maybe not yeah for sure that sounds good. All right. Well, that's that's your update for the some of the Halloween stuff that we said yeah. we were really excited for and going to watch. I have so. been very into the Halloween yes, season. Me too. I, every like four or five days, I go to the dollar store and I buy more Halloween decorations. Oh my gosh. Me too. <laughs> I've been stocking up. Me too. Me so. too. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.